Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish Podcast for independent minds. Survey question today at Smirkanish.com is an agree or disagree with this statement. The world is generally becoming better off. I was motivated to make that the survey question of the day today after reading what Max Fisher has written for the New York Times under the headline, In Many Ways, The World is Getting Better. It also feels broken. Hey, Max, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate your being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. A little bit of context. I just got back from vacation, and I came back to the airwaves on Monday really bummed. I had been abroad. I'd been paying attention to the headlines from the United States. On Monday, I delivered a commentary, and I, I... identified six or so headlines they dealt with our political leadership on both sides of the aisle uh polarization violence the gun shootings crime inflation etc 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 and i said that for the first time in my life i find myself more fearful than optimistic about the direction of the united states truly worrying that we are unraveling at the seams I then found that analysis had just been concluded by uh, a Ph.D. at Rand Corporation, and the conclusion was that most Americans have a sense of foreboding about where the country is. So I needed the salve that you provide in your New York Times analysis where you say, well, hold on, it's a little more complicated than that. What made you look at this general subject? It's, it's fascinated me for years because I, I share that same feeling, as does basically everybody I know, that not just the United States, but the world as a whole feels like it's in this state of just constant crisis, and the headlines seem so scary, especially over the last couple of years, and it feels like it's always getting worse and accelerating. But then at the same time, I was aware, and you know, a lot of people might have heard of this, that there's this kind of long-running argument from a lot of economists and folks like Steven Pinker who was saying, no, no, if you take a step back and look at the historic metrics on things like poverty, literacy, life expectancy, health, warfare, actually we're living through, you know, one of the most peaceful, nicest times in history and things are getting better all the time. But those two things feel completely contradictory. And, you know, if you tell people about that argument that no, no, things are getting better, it, it really does not feel true. It certainly doesn't feel true to me. So, I was really interested to try to get a sense for, you know, are are both things true at once or how do these two things kind of reconcile with each other and how much is it about perception and how much is it that actually, you know, maybe in some ways things are getting much worse but also getting much better. I guess the answer is that many of of us say, well, I don't want to hear about the Middle Ages. Eggs are up 33% since June of 2021. 
Right. Right. And it's, and again, these are all things that you can, if you want, you can counter it with data that it's not just the Middle Ages, but it's 10, 20, 30 years ago. Uh, we're all better off economically. We all have higher standards of living. We are all much healthier. We're all better educated. And yet we feel like things are so much worse. And I, I think there are a, a few reasons for that. Um, the big one, or I'm sorry, not the big one, but the kind of the simplest one, the most practical level is that news consumption is like 10 or 20 times what it used to be, um, you know, before cable TV, before the internet, before social media. And we all just live with bad news all the time in a way that we didn't 10 or 20 years ago. You know, it used to be that you might experience a story once or twice, you know, maybe when you pick up the headlines in the morning, evening news. But now you live with it all the time, and it starts to feel overwhelming and constant, even if it's something that's happening hundreds of thousands of miles away. Um, another thing that I was really interested to find is that when you look at the research for what are the things that actually make people feel more pessimistic or more optimistic about the world, it's actually not generally standard of living. It's not how scary are the headlines. It's not the state of politics. Uh, it's not even necessarily economic well-being but it's rather a sense of economic mobility and whether you feel that you are going to be economically better off or worse off in the future. And that is one thing that most of the world is very economically mobile, but in rich countries like the United States, Western Europe, economic mobility has really fallen away in the last 10, 20 years because of rising income inequality, uh, the loss of labor unions, and a lot of working class jobs going overseas. And that just colors everything. There's a lot of really compelling research showing that when you don't have that sense that, yeah, in the future, I and my kids are going to be better off, everything starts to feel worse. And things that maybe you would not have noticed or would not have bothered you as much in the past start to feel much more urgent and much scarier. But I think I, we're really, really... Oh, please. I was going to say, I, I think you've put your finger on something there. I, the, the sense of concern, I feel it. Are my are my kids going to be able, are my four children, our four children, going to be able to maintain the standard of living that we've attained? Are they going to do better? I think it was always almost an article of faith growing up in the United States that you could get to the next rung on the socioeconomic ladder than your parents, but people no longer have that view. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe we've tapped out. Maybe for many, this is as good as it gets. Yeah. And it's, and it's still, it, in relative terms, it is pretty good, but once, once you start to lose that, it becomes very hard to feel optimistic about the future. And one thing I was really struck by is that optimism about the future is actually really, really high in developing countries and even very poor countries. And so even if we might look at the headlines and get the sense that, wow, the, the world out there is, is really scary and everybody out there must feel as pessimistic as I do, the prevailing mood globally, as strange as it might sound, is actually one of optimism. And it's really just this level of pessimism that you see just in the rich countries. And there's another big reason for that, which I think is maybe the biggest factor for why everything feels so scary for Americans, which is that we really are experiencing a pretty significant democratic crisis in this country. And that's not just, you know, my opinion that I don't like the way politics are going, but every democracy monitoring group, every quantitative metric for democracy says that the United States is undergoing a, a pretty serious long-term decline in the level of our democracy. 
And that is something that makes everything feel much scarier, makes it much harder to feel optimistic about the world. And it's why, you know, 20 years ago, even if the rest of the world was less off, Americans were pretty optimistic because things felt very stable and secure here. But now there's this sense that um, our future as a country and our future as individuals living in this country is much more uncertain. And that sense of instability is what makes, say, the war in Ukraine, even if it doesn't affect you personally, feel a lot scarier than it might have in the past. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. I hope I can articulate this as clearly as I'm thinking it. So the people who are paying close attention to January 6th, the investigation, the hearings, I'm certainly in that category. I think we are fearful of democracy. That was one of the the main reasons that I, I came home and I said I'm concerned about the unraveling of the country because I was paying attention to the hearings from abroad. What you have to keep in mind is that the people who think that January 6th is not that which someone with my perspective is worried about, they themselves think that the election was stolen. In other words, they're... They're fearful of democracy from an entirely different perspective, but nonetheless, they're fearful of democracy and what it's become. Do you follow me? I do. I think you're absolutely right, and it's the level of polarization we have in this country. And you see this in other countries, too, like Venezuela or Hungary or Turkey, where something similar has happened. That level of polarization makes all politics feel so high stakes and does, in fact, make it so high stakes that it, it drives a lot of pessimism about 
current state of affairs and about the future. And so even though there's all these other metrics that are positive, that is one that, you know, is, is real. That is a, a very real and concerning thing that is happening in this country. I circled something in the piece that you wrote, quote, many of the positive changes are about prevention. No one notices mm-hmm. the wars that don't happen, the family members who aren't claimed by disease, the children who don't die in infancy. I think that's a large part of what, in other words, to go back to where you were a few minutes ago, talking about the 24-7 cycle, that news beast needs to be fed. If you're going to have cable outlets and websites and so forth constantly churning, you need content. Well, the content is not going to be that a war didn't break out, right? I mean, what kind of a story is that? Instead, it's going to be all about Ukraine being invaded by Russia. Right. And it's, and it's it, you know, if you think about, like, the AIDS crisis, which has been ameliorated very significantly in this country, it's hard to write a story every day that says, well, because of our advances against AIDS, there are 10,000 people who didn't die today. Um, it's, just, it's just not the way that news works. And because we're all consuming so, so much news, it feels like things are really scary. So how do we instill more of a glass-half-full mentality? So this is advice that my bosses would, would hate if they knew I was giving it, but um, I think that we need to modulate our news intake as individuals and just be thoughtful about you want to be informed. It's really good to know what's going on in the world. Obviously, I've dedicated my life to informing people, but it's very easy to doom scroll and to spend a lot of time reading stories that make you upset and read more and more and more. Keep yourself informed, but you know, also try to live a happy life away from the news occasionally and away from things that might be happening in Washington or in Ukraine or in Syria if if you can uh, responsibly unplug yourself from them occasionally. Get outside. Go for a walk in the Get woods. Outside. Hey, Max, exactly. that was that was excellent and so well-timed for the reasons that I alluded to earlier. Thank you so much for your willingness to come on and discuss what you've written. Yeah, thank you. It was great to chat. Max Fisher, the interpreter column for the New York Times. It's right now in all my social media. It's in my Twitter feed right now. It's posted at Smirconish.com. You can check it out. Okay, so did he turn you? Did he turn you? Now, this is something that's, that's really interesting because when I read his piece, I immediately thought of Dr. Steven Pinker from Harvard because Pinker has a really bright guy, a very, you know, he looks like, a Harvard professor, doesn't he, TC, with that, that hair and so forth? He's very distinctive. I don't mean Max Fisher. I mean Steven Pinker. He's a very, right. He's a very distinct-looking individual. You also look at him, and you think, like, he's a bright guy just because of the way he looks. He's a thinker. Yeah. He's, That's what, like, it's an Einstein kind of thing. Uh, right. In uh, Back to the Future. There you go. Doc. Uh, Doc. Brown. Was he just Doc? Doc Brown. Okay. Right? I don't know. Anyway, work with me here, okay? I'm here all week. <laughs> so I, I had Christine do a little research for me. That would be Dr. Collins to you. It's Christine Collins, Dr. Collins, working with us. I said, hey, um, I'm going to have this conversation with Max Fisher. It reminds me of Steven Pinker. Remind me of some of Pinker's findings that are optimistic about where we are in the world. Because I remembered Pinker telling me, we're all fortunate to be living in the most advanced stage of humanity in the greatest country on earth. Like, you know, we're all a bunch of Louis C.K.'s complaining about the lack of Internet in first class. So here's some of what she pulled. These are great examples from Steven Pinker's book, Enlightenment Now, 
which highlight the progress and positive trends. You are 37 times less likely to be struck by a bolt of lightning. This is because of more people living in cities and improved education in safety. You're spending less time doing laundry. Time spent doing laundry fell from 11.5 hours a week in 1920 to an hour and a half in 2014. You're way less likely to die on the job. Every year, 5,000 people die from occupational accidents in the U.S. In 1929, when our population was less than two-fifths the size today, 20,000 died on the job. Pinker tells us that his favorite sentence in the whole English language comes from Wikipedia. Quote, smallpox was an infectious disease caused by either of two virus variants, variola major and variola minor. The word was is what he likes. What about violence? In his book, The Better Angels of Our Nature, Pinker shows with compelling charts that violence is declining. Between the Middle Ages and the 20th century, European countries saw a tenfold to fiftyfold decline in their rates of homicide. In the U.S., there's been a, a decrease in domestic abuse. In a 1995 survey, more than 80% of the respondents deemed domestic violence a, quote, very important social and legal issue. 87% believe that intervention is necessary when a man hits his wife, even if she is not injured. And 99% believe that legal intervention is necessary if a man injures his wife. Surveys that ask the same questions in different decades show striking change. From 1990 to 2007, the rate of physical abuse of children fell by half. During this time, the rate of sexual abuse and the incidence of violent crimes against children, such as assault, robbery, and rape, also fell by a third to two-thirds. Children, less likely to run away, to get pregnant, to get into trouble, and to kill themselves. What do you think now? Agree or disagree, the world is generally becoming better off. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4 Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. 
That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Listen to Michael live, weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. Uh, Mike, you are in Illinois. Greetings. What did you make of Max Fisher? You know what? It kind of changes my perspective. That's what I like about your show. Really? It's a constant, yeah, yeah it kind of changes my perspective a little bit. You know, things are good. The problem is, is you know, I, I read too much news. I'm a news junkie. Yeah. I'm guilty of that. Yeah. You know, but then I look back, I look back at the greatest generation, my, my grandfather, and he talked about cranking his car up, literally getting out there with a crank. And I'm like, man, I can start my car in the shower with the app on my phone. Right. I mean, things are just so much better now. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, so yeah, I, I thought that was a really good guess you had, and I'm glad he, I'm glad you brought him on. So I kind of feel a little more optimistic. I, I need to kind of space myself. I mean, dude, we live in a place that there's no bombs or rockets falling. You know, I mean, we're so lucky, and and I don't think that we really take that into account. You know, so I think you're, I think though. you're, I think you're absolutely. Hey, stop your whining. Is is what I'm hearing uh, in in some of this. Uh, South Carolina, this is Steve. Greetings, Steve. How you doing, Michael? Oh, um, good. You know, I, I, this is what, and that's why I love the most about your show. You can start the week highlighting the negative and, and what we what we don't like and then come back with a, with a, a uh, guess like that. And I'm one who's seen it firsthand. We had a house fire a month ago, so we're having to rebuild everything, re-see everything, things that uh, rebuild our life because all of inter- everything in our interior is gone. And so we oh, start looking. So sorry things. to hear that. You look, you look at things differently. You start thinking about, you know, what's important. What, you know, what do we come back with? And we are so much better off. I mean, I had parents who grew up in the depression, who had very little their whole life. Uh, never, you know, never made more than probably twenty thousand dollars a year their whole life. And we, we, we get so, you know, we look, we focus on the wrong things. You know, we don't look at what's, what's, what's important. And you do have to turn it off. You you have to turn it off and just go outside, have a garden, live your life. You know, it's it's, but it is it will consume you. It will absolutely consume you, and you all of a sudden you ignore what's important, and you just dwell on the things that you can't change. I mean, just did you, know. you did you lose all of your your personal effects? Did you lose you know photos and family we're, videos we're still, and that kind of stuff? We're, we're still sorting it out. A lot of it we had saved. Uh, Good. We, we, had, we had put it in the cloud. But some of the stuff, baby's first Christmas, you know, 40-year-old son, stuff like that. Yeah. That sucks. Jeez, I'm so sorry to hear it. How did it start? Electrical. I, I, I could go into it, but it, it, but the whole thing of it is, you know, we were sitting outside afterwards. And I just looked at everybody sitting around the table in the back. I said, it's just stuff. It's just stuff. Yeah. Thank the God things, nobody was the hurt. Things that, the things that can't be replaced are sitting at this table. 
We right. got our pets out. So, yeah. you know, but you have to dwell on those things. I mean, you have to dwell on what's, I mean, we're, like you, like you said earlier, we work five-day weeks most of the time. I mean, the five-day work week. We're not working seven days. We're not, people have retirement now. They didn't have retirement before. They have, um, and the most of the people in America, you want to work right now, you can work all you want. And it's not a depression era. It's a recession that's, well, well, that, you know, these two things will pass. But, but you've got to turn the noise off. You have to. Yeah. Have well, to and, and look, somebody, somebody is having a worse day. Somebody's having a worse day. Sadly, Steve, you were that guy recently, but somebody's having a worse day. Thank you for your phone call. I hope you get back on your feet, and I really, I really do appreciate it. Uh, James, you're in Orlando, Florida. Hi. Hey, James. I'm putting James on hold and going to Reno, Nevada instead. Hi, Katie. Greetings. Hi. Good morning. Um, hey. I just, hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, I just needed this this morning. I adore you. And my dad has had Parkinson's disease for 30 years, which is unheard of. And it's due to some major medical advancements. He had something done 20 years ago that he wouldn't be alive today. And I can look at it as, boy, he's going downhill right now, and he's probably going to die of this um, in the coming years. But I look at it as, man, he lived for 30 years. And I think this is the secret of life. You know, you look at it, and we have a choice to decide, is this a good thing? Am I grateful, or am I going to continue to doom scroll? So um, thank you. This is how, this is how old is really he? needed. How old is he today? He's 72, so he was diagnosed very young. Yeah. Mm. Tough yeah. stuff. So, All right, well, you're lucky to have yeah. him. Yes, thank you so much. See you, Katie. Uh, Iowa. Eileen, greetings, Eileen. What are you thinking? What what what's your vote on today's survey question? The world is generally becoming better off. You know, it's all a wash if you consider in climate change, which I think is one of the reasons why we feel so unsettled at times. You know, you're looking at these big disasters, and in one fell swoop, you know, your everything that you've accomplished could be gone. You know, I I live in Marion, Iowa, actually, and. Um, that derecho that hit us a couple of years ago was just, it was devastating. And you can't drive down the street without seeing scarred trees all over the place. And it's a reminder that, you know, in one swift moment, everything can change. Not to be doom and gloom, because I certainly have a better lifestyle than I did 20 years ago. And I certainly have a better income. And I'm in the same house, but I love my house. So there's that side of it. But I, you know, when you talk about being unsettled, that's one of the things I feel unsettled about is that we're I, really not attacking it. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, nothing else will matter. All these, all right. these other gains and advances will not matter if we can't get that under control. Yep. Uh, I'm still thinking about the se- thank you, Eileen, the segment that I did recently about the Great Salt Lake, and looking at the images and the change in time as to what has transpired, like a real tangible example of, hey, look at this piece of water and land and see the change and the impact that it is having at a time when so many want to live in Utah. Or what did we just talk about? Uh, Lake Mead. Lake, Lake Mead. Mead. And, and how, you know, a World War II relic. 187 and, and, feet and, down. And, and, and a drum with somebody's body in it have now been More discovered. Uh, Greg, you're in Tennessee. Is the world getting better or worse? Okay, th- this is about gratefulness 
and thankfulness that we have for things. When they come easy, we don't tend to be as grateful and thankful. Think about when you plant a seed, watch the plant, you pick your tomato, you feel a sense of accomplishment or you feel better about that than just going to the store and buying tomato. So I think that's where the push and pull comes from. Things too easy don't seem to be, you know, you, you don't have uh, the gratefulness for the thing. It's true what you said, and, and you know, you're, you're, you're playing me a little bit because we're right now at the time of year when I can walk 10 feet from the kitchen to the garden and my lettuce, my, my cup, you know, overflows with, with delicious, fresh lettuce. Uh, and I do feel that sense of satisfaction of having, you know, tilled that soil and pulled the weeds. By the way, TC, I gave to you a pepper plant and a tomato plant. What's the deal? Do you not follow me on Twitter? I do not. Mm, Tell me. Okay. Uh, The tomato plant made it. Oh, God, don't say it that way. Made it through the vacation. So is the tomato plants doing well? Well, again, it's, it's, you know, yours are all like bushy and big, and mine's just like, I'll show you the picture. Just not. How big? Like this. This. Jeez, that's the size of that woman's stick yesterday, right? (laughs) Um, that's it. And the, t- that's the it. pepper plant, sadly, is no longer with no us. No longer with us. Okay. I'll show you the pictures. Oh I tweeted Lord. them. I tweeted them on Monday. Yeah. Uh, that's what's going on in the backyard. Rick, you're in Texas. Greetings. Go ahead and have your, your say. Got a question for you. Uh, if you go back to the late great MLK, what was he fighting for and what did he get killed for? And then ask yourself, are we still struggling with those same things today? Well, he was. Uh, wait, I, I'll play. I'll you. play along. I'll play along. I think your answer is equality. Mm-hmm. Have we achieved right. the equality that he sought? We have not. Does that necessarily mean the world isn't overall getting better? I don't think it does. Well, let me it means ask we've. You this it, question. Well, it, mean, it means a, we've got a lot. A lot of work to do. I got a great survey question for you. Go ahead. Ask. Ask your listening audience, especially white. And uh, any other race other than black, would they would they rather live to be a hundred years old as a black person or fifty as a white person? I what's your you answer? To ask that survey question. What's what's your answer? Well, I, I would I would beg to say that eighty uh, percent of white people would choose the lesser years. You think what's that eighty percent? of whites given a choice between living to be 100 years old person of color 50 as a white person are taking the 50 yes throw it out there i already have one for tomorrow but i, I I'm, I'm i'm entertaining it with you i i think it's a fascinating okay. conversation how about well, this one so, how, so, how about so, how about so. this rick i have a question for you so warren buffett is an old guy Okay. He's not. He's actually not a good example. I'll go with. Uh, Let's Gates. go with Trump. Is he better? No, no. I, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to identify somebody who is wealthy, really wealthy, but older, but older. Uh, I'll go, how old is Gates now? He doesn't seem old enough. 70. 
He's oh, okay. Sixty-six. He's sixty. That's oh, too young. So young. And Buffett, Buffett, Buffett lives frugally. That's why he's not a good example. What I'm trying to say what is, are you saying? if I, Rick, if I could, if I could move you into the shoes, like a a heaven can wait, Warren Beatty kind of thing, I'm gonna move you into the shoes of an older person who is really wealthy. So you're going to live sure. like a king, but you're only going to live like a king for a couple of years. Are you taking that deal? If I'm just talking about things that uh, a, a Tesla, a nice home, things that I can't take with me, well, I put it that way, I would probably choose the, the more leverage life, if you will. You would. I'm just talking about the... I, I'm just talking about the average person, the average Tom, Dick, and Harry in America. Would you I don't think. Ask, ask your wonderful assistant right there, PC. Would she choose to be black and live to eighty, or choose to be white, a female, and be fifty or sixty? Start with her. All right, you've all right, you've changed it though now because to go from a hundred to eighty is a pretty significant okay, well, keep shift. It keep it okay. Keep it the same. Okay, keep it T- TC, TC, you can live to you can live to fifty as a white woman. I mean, I think the or a hundred as a black woman. I think the obvious answer is that you would want to live to a hundred. I think what Rick is bringing up though is such interesting ingrained systemic racism questions that we have in this country. So I think it's worthy of discussion. I think anyone would choose 100 think, rather than 50. I think Rick needs to be in the polling department because I love his question. I want Rick on the payroll <laughs> right now. Really, we can't afford Rick, him, but I, I want gotta, him here. Rick, I got to run. I forgot it's a lightning round, but I thank you. That's very provocative. Very interesting. John, you're in Atlanta. What did you most want to say today? Yeah, well, I'd say he's obviously lived too long, no matter how you figure it. Oh, but, come on. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, how, can, how can you be happy with the way things are when we're just one dis- bad decision away from a nuclear war and the end of humanity, and nobody talks about it. I mean, you could you could have said that since Hiroshima or Nagasaki, right? That hasn't changed. It gets worse every day. It, it gets, gets worse, worse as. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a showstopper, much like climate change. It's a, yeah, but we've got this one issue that could turn us all on a dime. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.